Hello and welcome to another APW Property Podcast. As the mummers and papas once sang, Monday, Monday, it's so good to me. Monday, Monday, it's all I hoped it would be. And that's probably because they knew that every Monday we post a new APW Property Podcast online. Uh, today I'm with Callum Williamson from APW. Hi, Paul. And uh, he's with Ben Lewis from APW. Hi, Paul. Uh, so tell us what APW does. Very good question. Uh, APW uh, helps expatriates and international people purchase UK property uh, as a investment or a home, but generally as an investment. We've been doing it 30 odd years and we help with the whole process from the sourcing through to the management, which we're talking about today, the tax, mortgages, the whole shebang. And the way we do it is we normally start by having a conversation with you to find out what your goals are uh, and then we go from there. Okay. Uh, my name's Paul Shearer. I'm an independent journalist and presenter who's been writing about and renovating and renting properties for many years. Uh, so what are we doing today, uh, Callum? We're on to the next step in the seven-step process, which is managing a property, which is pretty important step, you know, if you're trying to create an income for yourself or you're overseas, because it's very difficult to manage a property in the UK from overseas. So it's it's quite important and it follows on from all of our other steps, which I'm sure all the listeners know off by heart now. So Okay, well, I'll run through that just in case they're new to this. So um, uh, the first one is define your goals, which is very important. If you're doing this from an investment perspective, you need to know what is it you're trying to achieve. Uh, you can then choose your le location, that's step two. Get a mortgage sorted, step three. Uh, step four, conveyancing, that's getting your legals sorted through a conveyancer or a solicitor. Uh, step five, we covered in the last podcast, making an offer. And step six now, managing a property. Uh, so, um, Ben, step six, uh, managing a property. Uh, off the top of our heads, let's see if we can remember all of the things that go into uh, renting and managing a property and all of the things that you have to do. We'll assume that you've got a you've got a tenant in place, but managing a property—that's uh, one of the things that a, a managing agent is going to do. They're going to find tenants for you. Yeah, but I mean, you've got into, you know all the all the work that goes into it. You've got mm. chasing references, which again is is a latter step. Doing credit checks in terms of the managing, you've got upkeep of various bits and bobs. You've got replacing light bulbs. You've got listening to the tenants' concerns or requirements. You've got all sorts of different bits involves collecting the rent, uh, paying the rent out to um, to you, or if you're you know trying to do it yourself, then you've got to go and collect the rent. And if you're living overseas, are you going to go and knock on their door every Friday and pick it up? Or how does that work? So Yeah, and uh, is, is the tenant, a I mean, uh, well, two things. One, is the property legally uh, rentable? So does it have the right EPC rating, which is the uh, Energy Performance Certificate? Has it got the Gas Safe Certificate? Has it got an electrical in installation condition report, the EICR? Does it have PAT testing? Is the furniture safe? Is it all fire safety checked? And so on and so on. So you can do it yourself, but your advice is to get a managing agent to do it for you. Yeah, for sure. I would say it's, um, you know, like any stage of the process, you know, working with a professional, whether that's a mortgage broker or a sourcer or, you know, a legal firm, it makes the whole process much smoother and easier to manage. And in most instances, you know, factoring in a management company uh, will already be done. You know, most people, when they look at a, a buy to let, they will be factoring in the management fee. You know, it usually sits between eight and 12%, but can be a bit higher. So it's normally factored in and you can still make properties cash flow positive easily with a management agent so 
uh, it should be factored in. Okay. Uh, what? So what do they do? How, how does that relationship work between the owner, the new owner, which is you once you bought it, and the managing agent? What happens? Yeah, so they take, you know, well, in a nutshell, as the name suggests, they manage the property for you. They take the daily work out of managing the tenants of your list. Uh, they they make management of the property hassle free. Uh, you know they'll source the tenants, collect rents, ensure the rent is paid on time. They'll deal with any small problems that arise in the functioning of the property. And you know again, if you're overseas, it's important to find the right one because you don't want to be getting calls at two in the morning because um, your doorbell's broken. So how do, how do you find the right one? What, what how do you, what's the process? So finding uh, finding an agent again. I mean, we we did this for a video. Uh, I think last year or or maybe the year year before. And again, if you're working with um, an estate agent, or if you're buying off plan, or if you're working with a development team, just like the legal and conveyancing, they'll often have a management agent that is competitively priced that they will suggest to you that specialises in working in that area or that property. So I'd always suggest looking at those. But if you're trying to find one yourself, you know, you just start with a Google search in the area that you're looking to buy in because a local agent has local knowledge, which gives them the end, uh, the, the edge, sorry, not the end. So that's how I would start with a simple Google search. Yes. I mean, so uh, as with all these things, yeah, start start with Google, uh, but also you can ask the estate agent who sold you the property, whether they can recommend anybody. If you know anyone in the area, you can also then ask them for word of mouth is always a good thing. You can also check whether they're um, legitimate. Uh, ben, what are, what are some of the registered bodies that the managing agents and letting agents would be required to be listed with? Yeah, sure. So since the, well, October 2014, or the 1st of October 2014, all letting agents and managing agents have been legally required to be a member of one of, one of three government-approved letting agency redress schemes, which enables consumers to pursue an independent complaint prosecution procedure. Um, so these recognised groups, such as the National Landlords Association, uh, the UK Association of Letting Agents, um, the Association of Residential Letting Agents, and finally, national approved letting scheme. Yeah, so all of those are going to um, be good accreditations for the managing and letting agents. And you'll want to check that they are registered with one of those bodies just to, show, to make sure that, you know, for your own peace of mind, to make sure that they are who they say they are and that they're going to do the job for you. Insurance is another uh, big thing. You should check that they've got professional indemnity insurance. Um, you can ask them what level of cover they have. Also, you mentioned, you know, dealing with them from overseas there, Callum, um, you know, making sure that the service they offer matches your needs. Uh, how do you do that? That's it. Yeah. Often a uh, management agent will offer a tiered system. So it'll be two or three different tiers at varying rates or varying fees. You know, one will be just finding a tenant and putting them in, no management. The next will be, say, finding the tenant, tenant putting them in and managing them. And the sort of gold standard might be, you know, finding the tenant, managing them and offering a rental guarantee or whatever it may be. So you really just need to look at your situation. And if we're talking about expats, then really it needs to be a fully managed service. So you want the tenant going in and the management. Do you need a rental guarantee? I would say not if you're buying in a, in a good solid location and you followed our other steps, you should have a tenant in there, no problem. So yeah, you need to make sure it, it matches up with your needs. And I think. A good way of doing that is firstly looking at reviews online and seeing what people are saying about them. 
you know, look at that from a, a landlord's perspective, not a tenant's perspective, because you want them to act for you as a landlord in the best possible way. Yeah, reviews and then also giving them a call and just having a chat with them and seeing what they're like. You know, are they pleasant to deal with? And are they keen and hungry for your business or are they sort of lackluster and not that interested? Yes. And do they do all the the um, legal documentation for you? You know, are they fully, fully up to speed with all of the paperwork that is going to be required for a property? And we touched on some of it earlier, you know, the, the gas safety, electrical condition reports and so on. Plus also, um, you know, licensing more and more properties now are subject to selective licensing schemes from different councils or are the, you know, is the property an HMO? Uh, it might not have been when you bought it, but if you've had an extra bedroom and you're renting to different people, suddenly it might qualify as being an HMO, which comes under different regulations. Another point, uh, how do they advertise? That's another thing that, that uh, in terms of finding tenants, how, how does the managing agent advertise? Yeah, I mean, it's easy to, to look uh, or check now. You know, you can just have a look online. I think Ben's just been typing into the, the computer to the left of me, manage, managing agents and seeing what's local to us here. So, you know, ask yourself, does the level of advertising match what you are looking for as a, as a landlord? It's, um, it's all pretty easy to do now with the internet. It just requires a bit of uh, investment of time. And then also inspecting the property. Um, you know, Ben, uh, how, how often do you think that should happen? What, what's the process with the managing agent and a tenant? Yeah, sure. So for the, for the owner, checking in on tenants from time to time with inspections can make a huge difference uh, to the wear and tear on the property. And it is a sad truth that not everyone cares for their home in the same way. Um, if things do go wrong, you know, they're going to send around local contractors or they're going to have a team of people. How do they manage the maintenance? Yeah, that's it. They've all, they'll have local people that, you know, they just send out to all of the properties that they manage. And, you know, if they're a big agency, they'll have economies of scale. Uh, often it will be covered by the management fee, depending on what level you're on. So, uh, it's, yeah, it's all taken care of. I mean, the whole point is that you, you get them to manage it and then you set and forget, you know, you forget about it and uh, start saving for the next one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Any other sort of final tips on, on how to work with the managing agents? I would say... Firstly, I would say it's very important if you're buying from overseas, you know, one of the things we often get is, well, I'm just going to manage it myself or my mum, my mum or dad's around the corner. Can't they manage it? That's very common. Um, and I think, you know, for the sake of 10% or, you know, a hundred pounds a month or whatever it may be, it's well worth having someone in your corner that can manage all of this for you. Uh, and if you're still keen to do it all yourself, work with them for a year figure out how they do it, then you can go and do it yourself. But I'm pretty sure after two months of doing that, you would be calling them up and getting them to do it for you again. Any tips from you, Ben? No, well, I think Cam summed it up, really. The bottom line is that you, you've made a significant investment. Um, so finding a good agency to look after a property for you is a way of protecting that investment into the future. Mm, yeah, good point. Okay, well, that's it for today. Uh, look out for our final step in our seven step series in the next podcast. Until then, it's goodbye from Callum. Goodbye, Paul. And it's goodbye from Ben. Goodbye, Paul. And it's goodbye from me. My name is Paul Shearer. Have a lovely day. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast series produced for APW by Emma Holton at Brilliant Audio. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe, hit like, share it with your friends. If you didn't, 
Keep Sturm. You can find more episodes in all your usual podcast places.